Wake up with Sophie and Jeff. Weekday mornings on Ottawa's Pure Country 94. What do y'all say we get this show started? One, two. I want two, three, four. The best way to start your day. Let's go. The morning pickup with Sophie and Jeff on Pure Country 94. Good morning. Hey, you're back. I'm back. <laughs> Who are you? I know. I'm sorry. I'm going to be a little low today. Okay. <laughs> so glad you're back. <laughs> Man, I don't know. I haven't been that, uh, I haven't had like a cold like that, like a cold and flu for years. Yeah. So I think we all put masks on and uh, <laughs> weren't exposed to anything. And then our immune system's like, oh, I'm on vacation. Oh, man. So when it hits, it hits. I, uh, I thought it was just allergies. And I thought maybe it yeah. was just asthma, and I, I didn't really know what it was. <laughs> and I fought through it, which I shouldn't have done. Right. Um, so anyway, so I just spent the last three days in bed sleeping for 12 hours a night. When it comes to her health, Sophie is the last person to admit something we all already know for days on end. <laughs> well, it's hard to tell sometimes, you know. So anyway, I'm alive. But I also had COVID back in 2020, mm-hmm. and, like, my lungs have not been the same. So right. they just get absolutely hammered with these things. Yeah. Um, so unless you wanted to hear me hacking up a lung... I had to stay home. We didn't. Yeah, thank but you. But it is nice to hear your um, phone voice. Yeah, I took a second job as a sex phone operator. Uh, I know, right? As if <laughs> those it, th- are wait, a thing is anymore. Is it phone sex or sex phone? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. Uh, anyway, here anyway. We, here we are. Here we are. <laughs> Today is transfer money to your daughter day. All right. Are you excited? Yeah, I don't know if they have any money to transfer. <laughs> well, whatever they have, today they it's have to. It's coming to me. Yeah. All right. It's also noodle day. I like noodles. <laughs> What's your favorite noodle? My favorite noodle is a uh, vermicelli. <laughs> really? It's the last noodle anyone would say is their favorite. It's the weakest of the noodles. I love Thai food. I love Thai noodles, and I love it soaked in pad Thai. Okay. <laughs> um, all right. Yeah. Okay. I like parpadelli. Okay, see? Like, that's a normal noodle to like? <laughs> yes! Can't just say fettuccine? No, no. is better than fettuccine, that's oh, okay. why. <laughs> it's also badger day. Badger day, yeah, great. Yeah, like what you do every day? Yeah, I badger you. Um, And inbox zero day. What the hell does that mean? I don't know, because it's never happened to my inbox. Oh, man. That's when you clear out every, all your things that you need to it get rid of. It will happen when you get fired. That's right. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. And that day will be wonderful. Something to look forward to. Yeah. <laughs> all right. That's cool. It. Yeah, I guess we should talk about what's coming up in three things. I forget how to do this whole thing without you. All right. Uh, gas prices. We'll talk about why they're going up again today. Also, Hardy, an update on how he's doing. And Alec Baldwin has settled with the husband of Rust Cinematographer. So we'll talk about how that works and what goes on there. And is he out of criminal trouble? Mm. One, two, three. Jeff's three things. Oh, my God. Gas prices went up a little bit this week, and they're going up again today. Um, no, no. I didn't fill up yesterday because I thought they were going to go down today. No. An industry analyst warns that prices are likely to continue to rise after the Thanksgiving long weekend as well. Gas prices raised 10 cents a liter uh, throughout yesterday to a buck 62 on average in southern Ontario and Ottawa. Uh, here in Ottawa, uh, we can expect it to jump another six cents today to a buck 68 a liter. And this is because, I explained this before, but obviously the hurricanes are a good excuse. And the oil producing nations have decided to reduce their output because they can do whatever they want and like to create havoc. I don't know why, but whatever. <laughs> <sighs> There's just whatever. I'm just got to get onto an electric car, obviously. Thing two. Um, Hardy has scrapped his upcoming tour dates following his bus crash. Yeah. So this is a mysterious crash. There's no details about it whatsoever, but he jumped online just to thank his fans again um, for helping. It looks like he has like a black eye. Like he obviously they got tossed around that bus. Um, Scary. He said that everybody else is going to be okay, but the bus driver is not out of the woods yet. Yikes. Okay. Uh, he'd been opening for Morgan Wallen. One of the dates he dropped his Morgan show in Arlington, Texas this Saturday. Ernest will fill in for him. They're all friends. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, we wish him well and hope the bus driver got thoughts with him, hoping he's going to be okay. And finally, thing three. This one's a little weird for me. Alec Baldwin has settled with the husband of the Rust cinematographer. Okay. Filming will resume on the movie. I thought they would just be like, mm. Really? Yeah. Are You're you going to go, go see this movie? This? Like, Oh, man. No, I don't know. No one, it's because you know why. They spent so much money on it yes. already. So filming will resume in January. Um, but here's what ha- here's the weird part for me. So they settled with the husband. There's no word how much he is getting, but under the terms of the deal, 
Rust will resume production in January with the husband as executive producer. Oh, maybe he wants, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, uh, that's a very weird situation. Yeah, so anyway, he said- That whole movie has bad, bad, like, yeah. bad vibes, bad full karma. On, full on. No one so should touch it. He says, I think everybody believes, this is the husband saying, thinks everybody knows that this is an accident and that blame doesn't need to be thrown around. Oh, um, that's good. Yeah, but I don't know how that might affect- Criminal charges, which could still be pending, and that's where we sit with that. Right. That's what we need to know. Sophie and Jeff, the podcast. Coming up, we have Black Adam movie passes, and you've been giving those away all week, Jeff. That's right, and all we do is describe a Marvel character, and you tell us what actor plays that character. Okay. You have to know your Marvel characters. Yeah, or Google. (laughs) (laughs) No cheating. It's not as fun. Uh Sophie and Jeff, the podcast. A pair of tickets and treats to a special Pure Country 94 screening of Black Adam on October 24th at Landmark Cinemas in Orleans. It's happening all week long. And Jeff, you've been giving away these tickets. Yeah, we've been uh, because Dwayne The Rock Johnson is finally entering the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It's so weird. It feels like he's always been a part of it. I know, he's, but he's a real-life superhero. That's right. <laughs> so we've been asking you who else is part of the universe by telling, by asking you what, who plays a certain role in Marvel. Okay. Okay. Today's question. Yes. Who plays Wolverine? Who plays Wolverine? Yeah. Okay. And you have to text your answer to 949494, standard yes. resupply. Okay. With your name, and we'll put you in a draw. Okay. And that's it. If you uh, win, you win. All right. Yeah, because obviously you're just going to Google it. Okay. Right. And so cheaters never prosper. Uh, (laughs) We're just going to pick a name at random with all the right answers. That's right. Okay. I like it. Good luck. (laughs) Sophie and Jeff, the podcast. We're playing for Black Adam tickets October 24th. You'll get to see it with tickets and treats at Landmark Cinemas Orleans. This is going to be a lot of fun. I can't wait to see you there. And we asked you, who plays Wolverine in the Marvel Cinematic Universe? It is. It's Hugh Jackman. Which yeah. is like a description of what he is. <laughs> Huge yeah. jacked man. Yeah, right. it's true. Uh, Cassandra Effenberger. That's right. That's an interesting name. Cassandra Effenberger. Yeah. Is it German? I don't know where it's from. Where is it from? Cassandra anyway. Effenberger. I like it. <laughs> it sounds German when you make the accent. All right. Uh, that was the name we drew from all the correct answers. Congratulations. We'll do it again tomorrow. We'll continue getting you into the Marvel Universe. I hope her, I hope she's happy her parents didn't name her Ivana. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I can't believe that made me laugh. Wake up with Sophie and Jeff. Weekday mornings on Ottawa's Pure Country 94. Today is Noodle Day. <laughs> it sure is. How do you treat your noodles? That's right. Are you treating them well or are you not being good to the noodle? <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, we're going to find out if we're we're treating the pasta right. Sophie and Jeff, the podcast. Today is Noodle Day, and to celebrate, Italians out there have a couple of rules that are important to follow when treating pasta correctly. Just like a what to do, what not to do? Yeah. So, oddly enough, you and I both had spaghetti last night. It's so home. weird. <laughs> it's really weird. Did you know it was Noodle Day today? No. I didn't Did either. you? I had no idea. Why, would, why did we have the same meal last night? It's an easy, it, filling, delicious. But it wasn't spaghetti day. It's not like it was cool <laughs> or it needed to stick to the ribs kind of meal. Weird. Well, I'm going to ask you a couple of questions here about right. your meal last Let's night. Let's go. When you have the pasta at home, you had spaghetti and meat sauce? I did. Carbonara. Okay. So did you serve the... Bolognese, I should say. Bolognese. Uh, Did you serve the pasta like in a big bowl and then everybody served themselves? Or do you put a little bit of pasta on the plate and then the sauce on top? This is a major bone of contention in my house. What? Because my wife doesn't like the pasta all mixed in, which is exactly how I've always done it. So Uh... I put the pasta on the plate and then like some sort of psycho put the sauce on top. Oh, okay, but then you you mix it in. No, no, first. you put the sauce on the top and then serve it to them. They can mix it in. Exactly. Yeah, you're Thank not supposed you. to do that. I knew it! That's incorrect. I actually. knew it. And this is according to Italians who said you're supposed to put the pasta and sauce together, mix That's it up, right. and then serve it. Although uh, it depends if you do have, like, Sometimes it's easier to clean up or leave leftovers if you don't, you know, some people like it saucier than others. Right, exactly. When you were making the pasta, Jeff, because I know you were the one cooking it. That's right. uh, Did you rinse the pasta after it was cooked? I did not. Okay, good. 
Oh, really? Yeah, you're not supposed to do that. I, I didn't know that. Yeah, so okay. uh, I used to do that because it would help uh, separate the noodles because they get sticky sometimes a little mm-hmm. bit. But what happens is then the sauce doesn't stick to the pasta. Right. It slides off, which is another reason why they tell you not to put oil on it. You because I don't put oil either. Mm-hmm. So that's so that keeps the starch, which holds the. Yes, it's the, it. you want the starch because you want it to hold the sauce. Right, and what would you rinse it with? Cold water? You don't rinse it. But when you did, oh, it, warm water. Okay. Uh, that's another thing. Uh, putting the pasta in warm water first, like when it, when the warm water is on the pot and starts to boil, you can't use cold water. It should always be warm water going into the pot. Okay. So just a heads up there. Okay. Um, should you be salting the water? I salt my water. Okay. I don't know if I should be. Only half say you should. Oh. It- Italians are split on that one. Oh. Uh, what about putting oil in the water? I've also heard about that. I never put oil in the water. Okay. Well, they're tied for that too. Okay. Some Italians do it. Some Italians don't. There's no real rule about that. It's kind of a preference, whatever you like. Oh. Okay. I always just wonder, what does Gordon Ramsay say? <laughs> do you break the dry pasta in never. half before you put I, it in the pot? Never. Another tie. They say it doesn't really matter. It sounds like they don't really know what they should be doing either. Well, there's only, no, the, the truth about pasta is, for the Italians, there are only like three or four really simple, hard and fast rules. And you just treat it very respectfully, okay. but you keep it to a minimum. Okay? That's right. really all you need to know. Are you having garlic bread with that pasta, by the way? I have. I didn't yesterday. We but, did. We did. Uh, yeah. No? What? Yeah, no. Come on. No, I don't know. <laughs> I don't believe. What are you saying? <laughs> You're not supposed to do that. Mm-mm. Okay. Italians actually say it's unacceptable, partly because uh, the kind we eat is made with a French baguette, not a ciabatta bread. All right. Which is uh, the the real thing you're supposed I'm not to be a, eating. I'm it not with. against switching to ciabatta garlic bread. This sounds amazing. <laughs> Great. Okay. Don't cut your pasta with a knife. That's uh, a big faux pas. And the number one rule for Italians when treating pasta correctly, of course, is never. Regardless of what's happening, there could be a tsunami at your door. Mm-hmm. That ketchup doesn't go oh, anywhere that's near right. your spaghetti. Yeah, don't don't raise your kids that way, okay? <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> useless question of the day with the morning pickup. Here we go. Today's useless question up for grabs: hundred bucks in Lotto six forty nine vouchers. It's the new Lotto 649 with a gold ball jackpot and a guaranteed $1 million prize plus the classic jackpot of $5 million. Find your possible. Mm, okay. Here's your question for today. 36% of people think this food is overrated. Oh, okay. Hmm. Do you agree or disagree, Jeff? I agree, but there's a reason. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What is the most overrated food? Well, not the most, but... According to 36% of people, it's up there. Right. Uh, if you are the first person with the correct answer, you get 100 bucks in Lotto 649 vouchers. We're getting some good guesses so far. It's definitely on my list. I'm not surprised. Although, I have some things to say about it. I'm also not surprised. <laughs> I was waiting for that. Okay. So we'll get back to it in just a couple <laughs> minutes and get to some of your answers. Good luck. Useless question of the day with the morning pickup. 36% of people think this food is overrated. Pizza. Get out of my face. That's not a valid answer. Pizza. <laughs> Although that's a good guess. Uh, pumpkin spiced anything. Okay. Getting a lot of those, which is great. How about just pumpkin? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pumpkin in general. Yeah. How about fast food? Okay. 36% of people think it's overrated. That seems like a, a good number for Yeah, it that. is a good number where yeah. where a lot of people don't think it's overrated. Yeah. Tacos, says Kirsten. Tacos? I know. No. But it's only 36%. <laughs> I like this one. Pickled eggs. Okay. From Cornwall. Um, You know what? Don't... Don't knock it till you try it. Okay, okay, easy. Listen though, but my first pickled egg was not that great, and then I was like, "Oh, these are not bad at all." And now we eat them out of the jar at home. <laughs> we sit there eating pickled eggs. <laughs> the good news is, when you don't have teeth anymore, you can still do it. <laughs> Kung Pao chicken is my favorite answer. Oh my today. gosh, that's so funny. So specific. Very specific. <laughs> what about General Tao? <laughs> I know. Um, someone, <laughs> someone said souffle. Okay. I, um, I haven't seen, seen one on a menu since 86. but yeah, This is a smart uh, answer. Avocado toast. Yeah, avocado anything, basically. No, mm. is not the answer, but good guess. Caviar. Sushi. No. Carrots? Pho? Uh, no. Okay. Lobster, someone said. How dare you? Mm. I think it's just as rated as it should be. And someone is uh, thinking it's turkey. Yeah, a lot of good. people are that's saying really turkey, good. which really is... Good. 
you know, Thanksgiving around the corner. It's a good guess, but no. P- poutine is a good guess, too. Okay, so 36% of people think this food is overrated. We did get the answer. We sure did. The answer is bacon. <laughs> Bacon. Congratulations, Jennifer Hansinger, who beat everyone else who uh, guessed bacon. And you have got yourself a voucher, a $100 voucher for Lotto 649 tickets. That's right. You've got the new Lotto 649 with the gold ball jackpot and a guaranteed $1 million prize, plus the classic jackpot of $5 million. Find your possible. (laughs) (laughs) What do you think about this? Overrated or not? So I think it's overrated because it's so, uh, it's so, it's not prepared properly so often that. I'm always like excited about bacon. I'm like, oh, okay, it's overcooked. What do you mean, over under? Oh, There's always over, overcooked for me, overcooked. and I don't like it undercooked. There's a, I like it to be crispy on the outside, but a little chewy. Do you know what I'm saying? Know, That's how I like it. Yeah, I do. How do you like it? I just bacon has never really been my thing. I know why I think, um, but go ahead, tell us why. Um, I just, uh, I, I find it um, not that exciting sometimes. I feel like it's really salty. Yeah, okay. You have to get like I really like. Yeah, I'm but picky like about my sausage, bacon. Though. Picky about my bacon. It's not the same. It's not the same saltiness. Okay. Uh, picky about your bacon. If you had perfect bacon, what would it be? Um, well, I like there's a peppercorn, like a peppercorn crusted okay. bacon from um, a place back home mm-hmm. that does like a butcher shop that Got does it. really good bacon. I like thick cut bacon. It's yeah. so good. So, so good. But I like bacon by itself. Not not on anything. I don't want it on stuff. Because it takes over? Yeah. Yeah. Don't you think? I understand. I don't get it on burgers because it just... I like a burger. It's pure. Put the bacon beside it, though. I'll eat it. Yeah. So bacon. uh, I love bacon, though. Is it overrated? I don't know. I I, I do enjoy it more than I used to. My bacon, the way when I make it for me, is certainly not overrated. But a lot of times when I go to. (laughs) Humble brag. Yeah. For me. I'm making it for me. Of course, it's awesome. It's the best it could possibly be. Uh, What else is overrated, though, for real? What do you find overrated? I thought you would say you don't like the mess bacon makes. Well, I, I make it in the oven now. I knew it! Which is a lot easier. Gross. Okay, so. <laughs> Gross. Yeah. That's an overstatement. No, but it, I mean, it's, uh, I if I'm really not wanting to make a mess, then I'll I make understand. it in the oven. But I get it. I like making it on the barbecue. Do you have, I've never tried that. Oh my God, yeah. I have a smoker. I should be trying that. What's wrong with well, it? I don't know what you're doing. Okay, so um, quick question. What is overrated for you? Because it's theme, Burritos. I feel like, pardon? Burritos. I, you just don't like them. Burritos, they're just, I don't get it. No, there's a there's a whole movement of bur- a burrito movement out burritos. there. burritos. I love them. There's a burrito shop on every corner. Burrito, though, there is something about a burrito, if you think about it, it's kind of weird. It's like a stomach Ew. <laughs> that's being served to you with the ingredients already in it. Amazing. <laughs> wow. Way to sell it. Yeah, it's delicious. Don't ever buy a burrito franchise, Jeff. No one will, <laughs> no one will come. Sophie and Jeff, the podcast. Happy Therapy Thursday. Happy? Is it ever happy? Uh, yeah, well, you know, it could be. Today's is an interesting <laughs> one. Uh, it's about a hurt husband who is concerned about his wife's spending. Okay, we're getting a lot of dudes lately. Uh, I yeah. like it. And, you know, it's because she's trying to keep up with a certain someone in her life, and he's had enough. Okay. You can find today's Therapy Thursday up on our socials. We'll get started in the next six minutes. Is this some radical new therapy? Welcome to Therapy Thursdays with the Morning Pickup. Today's Therapy Thursday comes to us from Hurt Husband in Ottawa. Are you ready for this? Okay, let's go. Dear Sophie and Jeff, my sister-in-law Haley's lifestyle is extravagant. Her annual income is $500,000 plus perks. Okay. openly bragged. Wow. She's in her late 30s, lives in a New York penthouse with her boyfriend. Everything Haley does is first class. I earn a good living. My wife and I have a nice home, a pool, nice clothes, and enjoy our small boat. I've never denied her anything. But when my wife visits her sister a handful of times a year, she charges things with the credit card mm-hmm. we can't afford. Ugh. I guess she's trying to keep up with Haley. When I point out we can't afford all these expenses, she becomes distant and annoyed. It's causing a rift in our once happy marriage. We're drifting apart, and I don't know what to do. I love my wife, but this hurts. Okay. Yikes. So, um, right. Okay. This is, I, I don't know how she could not stay within the world of reality. Yeah, this is upsetting because it's sort of like she doesn't really appreciate what she has already, which sounds more than most. Right. You know? Yeah, I mean, a nice home, pool, clothes, and, and a, a small, small boat. boat. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's pretty sweet. That's doing pretty good. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also think it's kind of weird that her sister and husband, her sister's boyfriend expect her to Keep up with that pace. Like, you ever met those people, though, that uh, have the ability to throw down 
and sort of just assume the people around them also. Yeah, have they don't that think ability. about it. Yeah, they yeah. it doesn't cross their minds. Yeah. I have been around that. You know, and it's one thing if you're, you know, if you've got all this money and you want your sister to come visit and you're going to host her right. and take care of things for her. Right. But also she's an, she's an adult, his wife, and needs to understand where, what her limits are and what their limits as a couple are. Yeah, especially when you're trying to build towards something, right? Like, I don't know what their goals are, but, like, when someone goes off and sabotages your goals, because no matter what your goals are, you need money to achieve them. So yeah. <laughs> this is tough. I don't I, I don't even know what to do. I mean, if you've talked to her about it, like, have you, you sat cut, her down? and Cut like, up her credit card? I mean, you're not her parent, though. <laughs> I know, but what are you supposed to do? It's your money, too. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, right? I don't know. And if you can't afford to pay off, then you're paying minimum payments and like you're just getting killed with interest. Yeah. It's a big hole that you're digging every year. <clears throat> Cheryl on Facebook says, this is heartbreaking. I hope you can find a way to sit down with your wife and talk to her about this. It's not worth drifting apart and becoming unhappy. Like how often is his wife going to New York? Like this is pretty sweet. Well, I this mean, that's is a trip thing. in itself. Like, well, I wonder, you know, is her sister paying for her trips kind of thing to come and visit her? And then so... The wife feels like she can spend right. a little bit of money, Maybe. but even though if you're charging it to the credit card, it's not really, I mean, unless you have money to put down on that credit card immediately, it's not free money. Like, you don't have it. Right. Uh, it goes into the negative abyss. I feel like you just, the hubby here has to sit down with his wife and say, like, what do we, tr- we want to do? Like, what, what do you want out of life? Like, I almost feel like it's one of those conversations. Ooh. Well, I mean, don't you think you should know what, yeah. like, because if she's just spending, um, is that what she wants out of life? Like, is is she going there and living a fantasy life that she really wants to live, but, and is disappointed with her current life? I don't know. That would be really sad. I know, but she's just like, yeah, not living in reality. So I'm wondering why. Is it an escapism thing, I guess, is really what I'm getting at. Okay. I wonder. Yeah. What do you think the uh, hurt husband in Ottawa should do? Maybe he should just pack his bags and go on a trip. Wow. Charge all the cards. Sure. Ruin everyone's <laughs> life. Sophie and Jeff, the podcast. It's a Therapy Thursday today, all about Hurt Husband in Ottawa. You can check it out on our socials in case you missed it. But in a nutshell, she has a really rich sister mm. who she visits in New York regularly. And when she does, she ends up charging a lot to the credit card. And the husband is like, we live a nice life, but we can't keep up with right. this lifestyle. And he's mentioned it before. She gets a little... Distant. Disjointed mm-hmm. when he talks about it. And he's really he's really losing it now. Well, just when you think there's only one side of the argument. There's this text. You guys are only seeing his side. Maybe only he thinks the charges are extravagant. Maybe he goes snowmobiling with his buddies, hunts, etc. He mentioned a boat. They're expensive to spend time on. Maybe she would rather visit her sister. Okay. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, there is that. He's not he he does say that she visits her sister frequently. So the visiting yeah. of the sister is not an issue. It's the spending she does when in New York. And listen, I've never been to New York. It's on my bucket list. Right. But I imagine it would be very tempting to charge things to a credit card when you're walking around New York City. Sure. Shopping around at all the biggest and best, you know, places. Yeah. But the reality when you get home is that you have to pay <laughs> yeah. for the credit card charges. Yeah. And he says, you know, they have a good life. But I think the feeling that he's getting, and this is just an assumption from what I've read, is that he's not being um, heard mm-hmm. and that she's not really appreciating what they have and how hard he works to make sure that she has a nice life. Right. Okay. You know? Yeah. I mean, we don't know if she doesn't work, right? Like, she she, she might work and... No, what? but we are only getting his, again, we're yeah. only getting his version, so yeah. I don't know. Hmm. Yeah. A lot of people are saying separate accounts. Okay, so I think this is not a bad idea. I think it doesn't work at all. Why? Because you, someone has to pay the mortgage. <laughs> like, um, I guess, I guess, but like, if he if he took on the mortgage and she took on the rest of right the stuff, okay, then she. I mean, uh, is she still responsible? Like, does she pay her bills? That's what I'm saying. So it, maybe she still goes to New York and becomes like you know blows all the money that she doesn't have and says, yeah, I don't have the money for the heat this week, this you know this month. Okay, well, that's a whole different story. If that's that's the how case. I feel like this is. That's what's, what's happening anyway, because they have pooled money. So she's coming home. And it's like, hey, you know, it's a finite number. Like at some point, we're out right. of it, right? right? 
I don't know. Christine says, time to sit down and review your finances together. Review the monthly expenses together and discuss what your goals Mm. are. You need to be on the same page or this is not going to turn out well. It could be that he's the one that handles the finances. And that's a problem when you don't open the books. And like if there's no understanding from both of you about how this works, maybe maybe that's what's happening. Maybe he's always done all the finances and there's a lack of understanding there. Okay. Well, to your point, Kathy says on Facebook, there will always be someone with more money than you. Your debt is her debt. I would start finding out how uh, in debt you are. Unfortunately, I know a lot of people left holding the bag after a breakup. So that's another thing, too. You know, if this ends up dissolving your marriage, uh, where are you left in that? This is a huge, like massive cause of breakups. Massive. Money is the number one, right? Yeah, this could kill a marriage for sure. Well, someone agrees with you, Soph, and has an even better plan. You do separate bank accounts and then have another bank account that you put your money in for bills. Then each of you have your own spending money and bills still get paid. So I assume the second you're paid, a certain amount goes into that that bill account. Yeah. And then, I mean, my wife and I each have a spending account. Yeah. Yeah. So that there's no guilt, not that either of us care. Well, you could, I mean, this is kind of a, this seems like a lot of work, but you could put some of the bills just in her name. That way she's solely responsible for mm-hmm. those, you know what I mean? So yeah. that it doesn't hurt you, it, so that if she doesn't pay it, she's on the hook. Right. She can't lean on you. I mean, you still need hot water, but. <laughs> I know, but she's also going to want hot water. her credit rating gets her. I see right. what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. Okay, mm-hmm, well, those are mm-hmm. some options. This is a tough one. What about, what about the emotional damage that it's doing? Sure. What does it mean that she's not hearing him or... Appreciating you know? what they have as a, as a family. I don't know. Man, grass is always greener, eh? <laughs> Pure Country 94's $1,000 Minute. Linda, Casey on the line, ready to play the $1,000 Minute with some Thanksgiving and fall questions peppered in. You've got a chance to win 1000 bucks by answering all 10 of these questions correctly in 60 seconds. If you do, you get 1000 bucks. If you don't, you still get $10 for each right answer. Okay. Okay, you can pass if there's time at the end. Jeff will go back to the question you passed on. First answer you give us is the one we have to accept. Okay. All right, here we go in three, two, one. What food do squirrels and chipmunks like to store for the winter? Acorn. Spell gourd. Oh. G-O-U-R-D. After you finish the turkey, which part are you supposed to break apart for good luck? Wishbone. Calamarata, Bucatini, and Agnolotti are types of what? Uh, Pass. Uh, What holiday are we celebrating this weekend? Uh, Thanksgiving. What's the name of the movie Alec Baldwin was filming before the production was halted? Oh, The Rust. What's the other name for a horn of plenty? Cornucopia. Who are North, Saint, Chicago, and Psalms' famous parents? Oh, uh, Kim Kardashian. And? Oh, and, uh, oh, what's his name? <laughs> Pass. Name a Halloween movie. Uh, Hocus Pocus. Which continent? Ooh, we're out of time. Linda, you got stumped on a couple of those. I did. You did well, though, anyway. Let's check. What food do squirrels and chipmunks like to store for the winter? You went with acorns. We would have grabbed nuts. Sure. I don't know what just happened there. I don't know what you're saying out loud, but all right. would have accepted nuts. That's better. I'm sorry. Spell gourd. G-O-U-R-D is correct. After you finish the turkey, which part are you supposed to break apart for good luck? You knew it was the wishbone. Calamarata, Bucatini, and Agnolotti are types of what? You you passed on pasta. Pasta. Yeah, today's noodle day. What holiday are we celebrating this weekend? Yes, Thanksgiving. What's the name of the movie Alec Baldwin was filming before production was halted? You said The Rust. We'll give it to you. It's Rust. Mm. Very good. What's the other name for a horn of plenty? Yes, a cornucopia. Who are North St. Chicago and Psalm's famous parents? You got Kim, but you missed Kanye West. Kanye. And name a Halloween movie. You went with Hocus Pocus just before the buzzer went off. All right, so it was 70 bucks. Congratulations. (laughs) Okay, thanks. Listen for your next chance to win $1,000 with the $1,000 Minute. Tomorrow morning at 8 on The Morning Pickup. Jeff's three things. Ottawa police are rising, are reporting a sharp rise in the number of vehicles stolen in Ottawa this year. Nearly 800 vehicles. 800 in Ottawa. That's, a, that's insane. So are you driving the most stolen? Because if you're rolling in the CRV, you are. Okay, yikes. That's kind of scary. So what happens is organized crime groups take the cars to Montreal and then they throw them on a boat. 
and ship them overseas. What? Yeah, just heads on out, out the door. So Honda CRV, Lexus or Toyota, anything, uh, Jeep Cherokee or Dodge Durango. Dodge Durango. I know. So rare. Ford pickup truck of any kind, F-150s, obviously. Lincolns and Lincolns. Like, okay. And Acura RDX, specifically. All right. Could you imagine if you stole a Lincoln and Matthew McConaughey was in it? (laughs) (laughs) That'd be a good day. Talking to you about your life choices. That's great. (laughs) All right. Thing two. Christian Bale says Leonardo DiCaprio gets offered all roles first. And everyone around their age owes their careers to Leo for passing on whatever project he didn't want. He's like literally every single role he's ever gotten is because they asked Leo first, even good friends of his. Yeah, he's a great actor. That's why. And Christian Bale completely acknowledges that. He's like, he can do things I can't do. He's totally amazing. And Christian Bale's a a magnificent Um, actor. Exactly. That's a perfect way to put it. All right. So that's just cute. And then thing three. (laughs) just cute. Warning. Watching Hocus Pocus 2 could expose your children to Satan. All right. Why? How? Well, I'm sure you're surprised, but this story comes out of Texas. (laughs) A Texas mom thinks Hocus Pocus 2 can expose your kids to Satan. Quote, everybody thinks it's fake and innocent, but they could be casting any type of spell they want to. Anything could be coming through that TV screen into your home, Sophie. Okay. And I know you watched it, so am I talking to the real Sophie or are you possessed? (laughs) A Texas mom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know, and we're reporting single. on single, exactly single lady yeah. in the entire world right. who thinks that uh, listening to Hocus Pocus, I would love to have dinner with that woman and see what she's like. Well, Jamie Gooch is her name, and she went viral Jamie on s- social media with the warning. Uh, I think actually, uh, if you're a, a Christian, that you actually shouldn't believe in witchcraft. Actually, right? I don't am I, know. Am I crazy? Honestly, about this? Am but I, wrong? I mean, for all of us who watched Hocus Pocus one. I, we wouldn't. We'd already be possessed by now. Well, Jamie thinks the whole movie is based on witches harvesting children for blood sacrifices. That is what it is about. A warm and touching <laughs> tale for the whole family. Honestly, and that's it was so good. What you need to know. Ottawa's morning pickup with Sophie and Jeff. The podcast. The podcast. Today's Therapy Thursday is all about keeping up with the Joneses, Kardashians, Vanderbilts, whatever you want to call it. Basically, uh, her husband in Ottawa says his wife is trying to keep up with her sister, Haley, who lives an extravagant lifestyle in New York. And when her uh, when his wife goes to visit her, ends up charging things to the credit card. And he's told her that they can't keep up and they have a nice life. But like she's she's hurting this nice life by the spending. Okay. Yeah. Uh, So in text, because it's anonymous, always you can come after the guy and they have. But maybe what they have isn't what she wants. Maybe she doesn't get consulted when he spends. Okay, so this is part of the problem is I think what his worry is is that she's not happy with what they have, and that's all he can give her. And he's like, I haven't denied her anything. Uh, I'm hurt. Uh, she gets annoyed and distant when I try to bring it up. So if she's not happy with what she's got, then why has she got it? Right. Walk right. away. Why are you torturing him and, and putting you know putting his credit in question and making his life difficult. This text, I feel like he isn't considering what makes her happy. This is interesting. Okay, <laughs> It's pretty interesting. I mean, he literally says he hasn't denied her anything and he's trying to make her happy with the means that he has. Another text, maybe they can't afford her spending because of the boat payment and his truck payment to tow it around. Wow. Wow. It's coming for you, bro. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Um, here we go. Here are some options on what you can do. Okay. Okay. A text that says set a budget and a limit for New York City. You should have separate accounts. Good. Okay. 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 Uh, three accounts, hers, his, and then house expenses shared by both. Yeah, I really like that idea. Uh, yeah, I like that. And there's also the separate spending accounts right. option. Right. Um, yeah. So in a marriage, for me, I mean, my wife and I have separate spending accounts. We don't really pay attention to those. Yeah. I mean, it's weird. Yeah. Um, we have them just in case, like, if she wanted to buy shoes. Like, I've ne- I've. I've always been like, just get them yeah, guy. Yeah. Like, I don't care. Yeah. <clears throat> but if she wants to do something and it's her money and I've got my splash money too or whatever. Yeah. It's uh, 20 bucks. <laughs> it's not, <laughs> but I mean, it feels like it. Anyway, um, but all the things I want to spend money on, I want to do with her. So if, like, if my wife went to New York right. City and blew all her spending money and I'm like, well, I'm going out to dinner with no one, yeah, like, yeah, who, yeah. what you need, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, the, the fun money... I would like to spend together because I married you. Right. You enjoy doing things together. Yeah, that's. And if not. It's so funny because, oh, you know, we were just having this discussion at home, too, because we're talking about, you know, Christmas is coming up and we both have birthdays sort of 
in this season. Right, right, right. And I was saying, you know, I don't, I don't need anything. Like, I don't, I don't want anything. I don't need anything. I would love to just have an experience with you or okay, go out for a nice okay. dinner I was about together. to say, bro, don't fall for it. No, but like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't need stuff and things. I yes, would rather go yes. do things with you. I'm so about right? that. I don't want stuff anymore. Like, and we buy, like, you know, if you need a, a new lawnmower, we just go get one. That's not a gift. I'm not buying her a vacuum or, you know what I mean? Also, just shifting your, your mindset to trying to keep up with your neighbors, oh, it's, it's it. exhausting and, yeah. like, it'll never happen. And you're just constantly going to be chasing this, this ideal that you can't reach and you'll never be happy. So many people now coming to the other side. People who are coming after him are ridiculous. What right does she have to put him into debt? She doesn't have that right. If she wants to spend money, spend her own, but no right to spend his. Yeah. Okay. 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 It's um, theirs, though. Like, it's anyway, it's pooled. Here's right? another text that says, How is this on the guy at all? He gives her everything she wants. She just wants more to be high class, and that's it. This is ridiculous. Mm. Yeah. If it's she who wants to spend money and he cannot provide it, she should be getting a better job or a second job to support yeah. that. She knew what she signed up for when she started dating him. If she wants more money, she can go work hard to get it. That's be a part of being equal nowadays. Okay. All right. Yeah. Also, good advice. Uh, this is definitely not the husband's problem. That they can't afford all her spending. If she's going to act like a child, then treat her like one and take the cards away from her when she goes to see her sister. Yeah, you can't. So that's not a relationship then, right? It's not a relationship of equals where you're like, I'm taking your cards. Like, you don't punish your partner. Like, you know what I mean? It's not like, well, you're not responsible enough for this, so I've got to take your cards away. No, but if if she's going to take these cards and charge them, then what are you supposed to do? And you've asked her not to. Marriage counseling. At that point, like if you're at the point well, where you've you got to cut money up the cards. On that too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they can't solve their own problems, so they'll try to solve yours. Therapy Thursdays on the morning pickup. Today's Therapy Thursday has people mm, not as divided as I thought. Uh, most people are on the hurt husband's side, who says his wife's extravagant spending when she visits her rich sister in New York is too much. And yeah. She goes a handful of times a year, right? So she it's certainly does. Uh, in case you missed it, it's up on our socials, but the rich sister lives in a New York penthouse and asks um, her husband's wife to visit several times a year, which she does. But when she's there, she charges a whole bunch of stuff to the credit card, comes home, and he's left scratching his head. Like, how are we going to do this? And they have a nice life, and they have nice things. And he says, you know, we do okay, but it just doesn't seem to be good enough. Mm. A thought that hasn't been brought up yet in this text. Why can't the sister come visit if she's loaded? Yeah, I did think about that. Why? Why not? Uh, Maybe it's because, like, you know, New York is a sexy place. She's like, hey, I'm in New York. Obviously, we can have more fun. Yeah, it's a getaway for her. Mm -hmm. Uh, Sarah on Facebook, I would suggest a sit down conversation before the next visit to her sister. Let her know you're happy that she gets to visit her, but you. Uh, and you don't want to discourage family time, but explain that expenses incurred for the next visit will be on her to pay for. Hmm. That, you know, uh, you're not going to help out with any of that. Whatever charges happen next visit are hers to pay as you wouldn't expect her to pay half of a guy's football trip or something similar. Good luck. Yeah. If you have separate accounts, that I guess that can sort of work. It's just that... If she listens to you. Yeah. This uh, text says, have his name removed from the cards being used. See how high class she feels with collections <laughs> phoning her every day or when divorced and having to claim bankruptcy. <laughs> that, that escalated that quickly. That did escalate quickly. <laughs> um, okay. I think he needs to spend a bit of his money and send Kim to a few therapy sessions on how to be a responsible and decent human. I love that you're calling That's her Kim text. Kardashian. That's funny. That's great. Uh, this one's saying she's just trying to keep up with her sister and be like, look at me, I'm high class too. You should tell your wife that she has everything that a lot of people want and don't have and should be grateful for it. She doesn't need to match her sister who claims she is high class, but who knows, she probably lives outside her wage herself. The you sister, know, I don't know. I, I gotta tell ya, your wife needs to give her head a shake. Yeah. I just, for me, it's more about the um, mutual respect in a relationship. Yeah, that, you made this point off air, and I like this. Well, I'm having trouble with the fact that, you know, you have come to your partner who is supposed to care about you and your feelings, saying that this is stressing me out, this is causing mm-hmm. a rift, like, I really feel, like, the pressures of all of this, and she's ignoring it. Right. And she, that's a problem. Yeah, she shuts down and, and kind yeah. of becomes aloof or whatever. I mean, how can you ignore something like that if the person you love is coming to you and saying this is really a problem and, like, it's it's really stressing me out? Why wouldn't you want to work through that together? Maybe she has a secret trust fund. Splash. 
money. Well, uh, <laughs> oh my God. That she's not worried about it because that pillow is waiting for her. When well, it then all she's collapses. a jerk even more for Maybe. keeping I, that I'm, from you. you know I'm what I mean? literally making stuff up now. No. But um, uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, I where's do- the mutual respect? I know. Yeah. When your partner comes to you with a concern, to not be concerned about that person being upset is yeah. odd to me. Yeah. Just feeling like, oh, you know, you're just making a big deal or whatever, or kind of uh, ignoring them. Okay. That's pretty hard. Well, there were a few of you who uh, sided with the wife on this one, but most people, her husband in Ottawa, have said you need to sit her down, go to marriage counseling, have separate accounts, or you may have to pull a plug. Yeah. This. So there's this one. We really don't know the full story because maybe the guy's a D, and that's her way of saying, screw you, I'm going to spend all your money. I encourage her to send us a Therapy Thursday <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> at purecountry94.ca and share her side. Yeah, please do. And uh, her <laughs> husband in Ottawa, hope we help. Sophie and Jeff, the podcast. So we've been giving away Luke Holmes tickets all week on the morning pickup with Sophie and Jeff, and he's going to be at the CTC November 17th. That's going to be a lot of fun. After that, though, he goes on a world tour, and we've been playing the Airbnb Price is Right game where we pick a city he's going to be in and then give you the description of an Airbnb there, and you tell us how much per night. Okay, this is fun. Now, I've been sick for the last three days, so I haven't heard this. Okay, well, we're headed to where today? Okay, we're going to Ireland. Ooh, okay. Very exciting for the Old World Converted Stable Yard with Swimming Pool. Okay. That's what it's called. Amazing. Are you ready? So I, I describe the space and then people yeah. have to guess how much it's going to be. Where are we, Dublin? Yes. Dublin. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. Dublin, Ireland. <laughs> the apartment is a four-bedroom, two-and-a-half-bathroom home separated by the swimming pool Whoa. from our own house around a courtyard near the world-renowned Phoenix Park. Home to the President of Ireland and the American Embassy. Okay. The park is very historic with several interesting buildings to explore, and it's home to the Dublin Zoo, and also home to cricket, polo, and a great park to rent bikes and meander around. Now, I really wanted to say it in an Irish accent, but it would have been harder to <laughs> to make sense of what was happening. I want to thank you for not. <laughs> okay, so, so it's beautiful, right? It's, it's nice gorgeous. Then this pool that separates the house and the courtyard, it's just insane. I'm telling you right now, it's less than you think, but... We'll start taking calls at 613-750-9494. How much per night? We'll go high-low until we get it. Oh, you don't give people a ballpark either? If you want to. Um, no, I'm just wondering how this works. So you just have to guess. Yeah. Straight guess. And we tell them if it's high or low until we narrow it down. Wake up with Sophie and Jeff. Weekday mornings on Ottawa's Pure Country 94. We're playing... Airbnb, the price is right. How does it work, Jeff? <laughs> it works like this. We describe a place that Luke Combs is going on his tour, his world mm-hmm. tour, uh, and we describe, describe an Airbnb property. You tell us how much per night it is. Okay. And again, you're playing for those Luke Combs tickets November 17th at the CTC. The apartment is a four-bedroom, two-and-a-half-bath home separated by a swimming pool. Mm-hmm. From the house to the courtyard near the world-renowned Phoenix Park, home to the President of Ireland and the American Embassy. It's very historic, several interesting buildings to explore, home to the Dublin Zoo, also cricket polo, and a great park to rent bikes and meander around. Going to Dublin, Ireland. Oh, that would be lovely. All right, 613-750-9494. What is the price? 343. It is lower than 343. 279. It's lower than 279. Wow. Uh, 255. <laughs> it's lower than 255. Try again. 225. Oh my goodness, it's lower than 225. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, we're going to Dublin, Ireland for this Airbnb. The price is still not right. Uh, 183. Ooh. Still lower than 183. Uh, 156. Ooh, it's higher than 156, but we're getting warmer. <laughs> Go with the 167. Oh, so close. It's lower than 167. (gasps) Okay. All right. Okay, we're in Dublin, Ireland, looking at this beautiful Airbnb. The price is right at? It's higher than 156 and lower than 167. 160. It's higher than 160. Oh, man. We are narrowing it down quite a bit now. It's higher than 160, lower than 167. What's the price? 164. Got it! Yeah! Woo! What's your name? <laughs> My name is Allison Crawford. Allison Crawford, you are going to see Luke Combs Woo-hoo! November 17th at the CTC. That's awesome. Wouldn't We're- it be nice if we could send you <laughs> to the Airbnb in Dublin, Ireland? <laughs> Dublin is gorgeous. I'll go back in a heartbeat. Oh, oh my gosh. Okay, 164 a night is a steal. 
that really, really is for like a four-bedroom downtown Ireland. Yeah. Ooh. We'll send you the link. <laughs> Very well done. Congratulations. Sophie and Jeff. The podcast. Wow, winner, winner, chicken dinner. We've got lots of winners today. Right now, it's time to announce today's $500 gift card winner to gear up at Cabela's. Caroline O'Connor. Congratulations, Caroline. Very well done. Caroline heard the code words and entered them at Pure Country 94. Nope. Entered them at 94, 94, 94. That's better. <laughs> and that won her a $500 gift card. So keep listening for those code words. This is the last week we're giving them away. Okay. So, yeah, this is it. It's winding down. So is today Thursday? It is. So it's one more day. But you've got plenty of chances left today. Your next code word is coming at 10 o'clock. Good luck and congratulations, Caroline. Sophie and Jeff, the podcast. Certainly feels like it, doesn't it, these days? Not something you want to do, believe me. (laughs) We're going to talk about gas uh, in Ottawa, plus um, how not to use gas but still have an experience. (laughs) Okay. In Ottawa. All right. How not okay. to use gas. <laughs> and an update on the Alec Baldwin situation uh, on the Rust set. Okay. One, two, three. Jeff's three things. Thing one, gas prices rising again today. They've already gone up by 10 cents. They're uh, at a buck 62. Uh, going up six more cents by the end of day today to $168,000. I'm sorry. That's what it feels like. Dollar sixty-eight. Oh, my goodness. So, uh, bicycles? Yeah. Speaking of bicycles, thank you for segueing me right into I that. I didn't Ooh, even mean to. could even use a segue. Uh, nothing <laughs> too. Fall Rhapsody is in full swing at Catnow Park. Yes. Uh, take your bike, take a walk, get out of the car, don't burn the gas. Get out of here. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, in full swing. And now for the next couple of weeks, these colors are bananas. Spectacular. And we have one of the best regions for seeing it because other places are like hilly and stuff. Gatineau Park has all these hills, and then you can see forever. I know. It's so it's gorgeous. Spectacular. Yeah. It's like a living rainbow. Mm-hmm. Okay. And thing three, yeah. Alec Baldwin has settled with the husband of Rust, Rust cinematographer um, Helena Hutchins, who died uh, tragically in the shooting on set. Mm-hmm. I guess the husband, Matthew, is now going to be an executive producer of the movie. They're continuing filming it. Does that seem like it's a kind weird. of a weird deal to make? It's weird for me. Yeah, it does, doesn't right? it? Right? Like, okay, so Alec, like, I'm going to forgive you accidentally killing my wife, mm-hmm. but can I be an executive producer on right. your movie? That's really weird. Or them saying, hey, look, we'll make you executive producer, just say it's no one's fault, and he's like, yeah, all right. But no, I just feel, even if that's not how this happened, which it probably isn't, it just feels transactional and gross. Also, I can't believe they're going to continue with the movie. I know. I know. That's the second part of this. And I, you know, I really feel like this this was an accident. It was a terrible accident. Yeah. And, yeah. and like, uh, you know, I feel for Alec Baldwin and his family and for Helena Hutchins' family. But why? The movie has bad Mugambo. Like, why do you even want to go there? I think the karma is weird. Shut it down. Lose the money and call it a day. Right. Although then, maybe Alec needs it for his legal. How can you piece. watch the movie and not think of this know, accident the entire time? The entire time. The entire time. Yeah. It takes you right out of the movie. But anyway. That's what you need to know. Ottawa's Morning Pickup with Sophie and Jeff. The podcast. I heard from a little bird that we're giving away special screening tickets to see Black Adam at the Landmark Cinemas in Orleans. I know. This is exciting because it's Dwayne Johnson's foray into the comic book book world. And I was so excited to learn that he was going to be part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So excited that you actually started a contest here on the Morning Pickup (laughs) all week. And uh, it is a based solely on Marvel yeah. characters. Mm-hmm. Is that correct? That is correct. Okay. Well, I've been gone for three days because yes. I was ill, very sick. Uh, I'm fine, by the way. Thanks for asking. Uh, people haven't been asking. It wasn't COVID. Um, it's it's interesting that we got a text first thing this morning to tell you, Jeff, that uh, Black Adam is indeed not a Marvel movie. It is part of the DC comic book universe. News to me. <laughs> By the way, three days. Did you not check before? No. Oh, no, my, my God. God. That's you're what just, you're here for. He's so sure of himself, this guy. That's right. That's why you're here. To I, be like, I don't think that's right. And I'm like, sure it is. And then I look it up. I'm like, oh, you're right. Oh, my God. So it's interesting that for the 72 hours that you were not here, <laughs> no one called it out. <laughs> Oh, you think I, I sent one of my ops? Oh, I think you've got people. <laughs> I got They're people. out there. That's really funny. Um, <laughs> yeah, so that's one of the biggest faux pas you can make in the comic book yeah, world. Is I know. Confusing the Marvel and the DC. It, I thought you knew a thing or two about these things. I, I, I don't know anything about Black Adam. I, in fact, I don't know anything. Like, I didn't know anything about 
uh, Captain America or any all of those. Right, I only right. knew the Wolverine storylines and things like that. So. All right, all right. Whatever. Well, let it go. So, let the nerds be mad at me. Uh, more Marvel characters coming up tomorrow. <laughs> Come at me, bro. <laughs> there won't. Tomorrow's a DC oh, character, oh, luckily. okay. You did change it. All right, good. We're going to be more accurate tomorrow. Again, giving away your chance to win a pair of passes and treats to the screening of Black Adam at Landmark Cinemas in Orleans on October 24th. Coming again on The Morning Pickup. Sophie and Jeff, the podcast. That wraps up a Therapy Thursday here on The Morning Pickup with Sophie and Jeff. It does. We learned that gas prices are going up today. That was the first thing we learned this morning. Uh, again, six more cents. Uh, that's a lot. Sure is. Yeah, that's a lot. So uh, we're all struggling with the whole gas thing. We're, mm-hmm. we're in this together. I don't know if that helps or not, but that's what they say. <laughs> I know it. Uh, we gave away Black Adam passes again this morning. Name that Marvel actor. That's the game we've been playing. <laughs> sure is. I mean, the fact that Black Adam's in the DC universe is another thing, but whatever. <laughs> okay, so we no also learned, we learned that, that today. today. I um, did learn that. That uh, Jeff made the faux pas of calling it a Marvel character when it's really a DC comic character. I didn't bother even to look it up, obviously. No, no. Not uh, one bit. Well, because it's all in here, right? It's all, <laughs> <laughs> it's all up there. Lock and key, people. Okay, yeah. <laughs> throw away the key. Yeah, it's thrown. All right, what else did we learn? 36% of people think this food is overrated. Yeah, the answer was bacon. Okay. That was today's useless question for 100 bucks in Lotto 649 vouchers. Only 36% of people agree that bacon is overrated. A lot of people agree that, like, avocado toast is overrated. Mm. Uh, I think burritos are overrated because also we Whatever. learned that it looks like the contents of your stomach, which is in what a stomach. Jeff mentioned. It looks like a stomach. Hand it to you. Anyway, um, <laughs> delicious. But before all of that, you taught us about pasta. Oh, yeah. It's noodle day. So celebrate accordingly. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Noodle Day is, uh, according to the Italians, a day to <coughs> honor the noodle. I like to honor the noodle. Um, <laughs> I don't know why it sounds kind of dirty <laughs> for some reason, but it's not. We're talking about pasta. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I didn't mean to make it sound dirty I don't at know, all. Just something, <laughs> honor the noodle for some reason yeah. sounds weird. Mm. Uh, anyway, according to them, you can uh, put oil in the water when you're going to boil the pasta or salt, whatever you choose. It's However, mostly 50-50. They can't make up their minds. Listen, the water should be warm, not cold when you put the pasta in. Yeah, you shouldn't don't, have yeah, garlic bread on the side. And always oh. make pasta the main meal. Mix it together before you serve it. Okay. With the sauce. It's not a side dish. I think we know that. No. Okay. We also sent people to Luke Combs, played the Airbnb Prices Right. Uh, we'll do and, that again tomorrow. Yeah, that's pretty fun. And uh, Caroline was today's winner of the $500 gift card to Cabela's. We'll give another one away tomorrow. Your next code word is coming up in uh, less than 10 minutes. And if you want to check out today's Therapy Thursday, we recap it for you after the show on our socials. All right. Have a wonderful day. Nice to have you back. Oh, thank you so much. It's nice to be back. Wake up with Sophie and Jeff. Weekday mornings on Ottawa's Pure Country 94.